0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. Just Bryce today, decided to get up this morning and answer a question that came through on our rad Facebook page, the Advanced Relationship Community. If you're not in there, I suggest you jump in. There's a lot of great stuff happening in there. Even if you want to kind of hang out on the sidelines and just read through the conversations there's a lot of engagement a lot of really cool people other relationship coaches in there too um and jenny and our jenny and i are very active in there um, answering questions and providing value and it's all free so uh jump in there it's the advanced relationship community i think we're up to about 800 members at the time of this recording um other things let's see well yeah this is like the 96th episode of the Advanced Relationship Podcast, I was looking back, I was like, how long have we been doing this? And it's been like three and a half years. It's a long time. And so thank you for being on this journey with us, no matter if you just are listening to this for the first time, or you've been with us since the beginning. It just means a lot, you know, we, yeah, it just means a lot to be seen and and heard in um, this way that Jenny and I like to do relationship, and hopefully you're getting some value from it. The other thing I wanted to mention was Jenny is going to be doing monthly women's retreats down here in St. George, because we just moved to St. George, Utah a couple months ago, and it's just gorgeous. Uh, 60s all week, all through the winter, sunshine every day. Um, The next one that she's going to be hosting will be in January. Um, I'll put a link in the description so that you you have access to all her stuff there. I'm also still running my men's groups have a couple retreats happening this year like powell and then another mystery location have a couple places picked out uh in the spring but that's that's only going to be for people that are in the the online men's groups that i run and i'll also put a link to my website and everything so if you want to check that out you can go there and and see what's up um what else was i gonna say maybe that's it yeah that's it. Let's jump into the question. And it was more of a comment with a question kind of hidden inside, I think. And someone else pointed that out and they, they asked um, one of us to do a, a podcast on this. So here's the topic. And I see this a lot. I hear this a lot. And working with people that are single. So the situation is, what Do you do when you're finding yourself being attracted to people that are not attracted to you or don't want to engage with you or date you but the people that are attracted to you and want to date you you don't want to date them what a conundrum right what do you do about that it would be really frustrating if like that's how it's going like oh i have all these people that are interested in me but, nah, I'm not really into them. And then, oh, I'm interested in this person and that person and this person, and they're not into me. Um, yeah, it could feel really stuck and frustrating. And dating is hard enough as it is, especially with how dating goes nowadays. I mean, it's, um, it's fast-paced. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of different apps you can use. And then I think even meeting people in the real world is maybe gotten a little bit harder from from what I hear. I mean, I haven't been dating for a while, but um, yeah, it just seems like dating for a lot of people can be stressful. So the first thing that came to mind when I thought about answering this question was, this really does make a lot of sense why this happens from an evolutionary standpoint. So if we were just attracted to the first person that they came into our sphere um you know this we wouldn't even be there wouldn't even be dating right it would just be like oh yeah the first person that comes along we match up and we go along with our life and do our thing that's not how it works right we are looking for the best possible match for ourselves and we have these markers in our head some are very conscious like i want this and that and this and some of them are more subconscious they're more um, primal, like, is this person going to be able to keep me safe? Is this person going to be able to um, rear children? Or, yeah, I mean, those are some of the markers that are just built in us, in our, into our wiring. So it makes sense that in the process of looking for the best possible partner, we're going to have people that are interested in us, and we're like, no, you're not, you're not the best. And then we're going to be looking, let's say, up. I'll use the word up. We're going to be looking ahead or up towards where, where is our where are we finding our best possible partner? And when I say the word up or um, ahead, I'm not talking about someone's worth as a person. What I'm talking about, and I think I think you'll understand what I mean here, is we we have a general sense of where our place is within the world. Um and in within the world of dating and relationships, right? And that might be our socioeconomic status, it might be how we look, it might be our level of security, our confidence. These are just things, these are realities that we have to work with. We we have a general sense of our space and our place within the world, and we're trying to that's when I say there's a whole spectrum, right? So we're looking for the best possible match and that's probably going to be someone that we perceive is beyond us or, or above us or at least equal to us. If we're mapping on this framework of looking for the best possible match, it makes a lot of sense to me why, why this would happen. Okay, the next thing... There's three things that I wrote down that I wanted to touch on. The next thing I wrote down is And it's more of a question to anyone who's in this situation. And it's, do you have a fear of intimacy? And it's a big question. I mean, all of us are going to answer yes on some level. But to what degree do you think your fear of intimacy might be blocking you from receiving the type of relationship, the type of partner that you really want? And one way to look at this is, Look at how you relate to your family and your friends. Do you have people in your life that, that you can really open up to, that, that really know you and understand you, and you really understand them? Like, how well do you cultivate secure relationships in a non-romantic sense? And if you find that, oh, this is kind of a struggle for me, like, I actually don't really have anyone in my life that I can do this with well, and I tend to have a lot of tension with people in my life, or I avoid people, no one really knows me, my sense would be that there's some work to do there. Because really allowing yourself to be seen and known and loved um, and received by somebody else is actually quite a project. It's, it's something that we might not have grown up learning how to do, practicing doing, with our family of origin. So, um, I mean, as a coach, this is one thing that, that Jenny and I are doing with people all the time. I mean, this is actually a skill. This isn't something that uh, I think a lot of us are, are born with knowing how to do. And so we kind of go through our whole life, some of us, if you're or anything like me, not really even having, having a conceptual framework for what it means to really develop a close bond with someone. And so that's one thing to think about is instead of maybe focusing outward on finding the best match or getting clear on exactly what this person out there needs to be doing or how they need to be, there's also an opportunity to look inward and look at how you might be creating your own blocks in your life, in your heart, to really receiving someone who wants to give you their love and attention. Yeah, so I'll just let that settle. I also need to catch my breath because I start talking fast. (laughs) Okay. The second thing that I wrote down was, and it's another question, are you highly judgmental? So sometimes when I hear people talk about dating or men or women or... Um, just other people in general, it can tend to have a really negative bent to it. And I don't think that that's going to benefit anyone in building relationships. So ultimately, we judge the world how we judge ourselves, and we judge others how we judge ourselves. So um, anytime I hear someone in what I perceive in a way, being highly judgmental. I imagine that they're also highly judgmental of themselves. So again, if you're sitting there ruminating about how difficult dating can be and, oh, men are this way or women are this way, my intuition would be to tell you again to look inward and can you relax those judgments about others by also relaxing the judgment that you you may have about yourself, because another thing that I find comes up when we really dig into this, when I when I coach people that are single, is there can be a lot of shame and fear and sadness and anger and frustration, um, and I, I think anger and frustration are usually the the protection mechanisms to the the more vulnerable emotions like shame and sadness. But yeah, to be single, right? Like in a world where most people, most, most people are trying to partner and find this person to um, grow a family with and uh, join a community with. Um, It can feel really lonely and sad to be that person that's single. So yeah, I, I would also put some attention there is what, what is it like to be in this situation where i'm single and i'm having trouble finding a person that wants to join me in life and not only will that help you and maybe help relax some of the judgment going outward some of that projection but i think it can also be a really helpful topic to bring into the relational sphere with potential partners you know like here's this other person right like who might have very similar feelings to me, who's really wanting a partner. And, and to be able to talk about that in, in a vulnerable way, in a compassionate way, uh, I think can, can really be a great test for if this person can go there with me. Can they go into these vulnerable places emotionally? And if they can't, it's okay. Um, and if they can, you might really have something special. The other thing I'm kind of holding here is, and I, I know this from experience, most of us, most of us have been through breakups and and most of us who have been through breakups know just how painful it can be. And it's actually easy to get into a relationship with someone um, when, when things are flowing and uh, things feel good and there's not a whole lot at stake yet, right? But The further you get into a relationship, the harder it becomes to leave, right? Like we all know the pain that comes with whether you were the person that was broken up with, or you were the person that was ending the relationship, or maybe even if it was mutual, um, there's just a lot of pain that goes into breakup. So I I understand people's trepidation. And I I hope you also understand why you would have the trepidation to go into a relationship because this is just a very scary, high-stakes situation that I'm getting into with you uh, if we're dating. The third thing that came up for me around this topic was was fantasy. So are you in fantasy about this potential relationship and, and what it's going to be like? and what the other person is going to be like, and what are your expectations. And this is, this is different than standards. Um, I mean, I think there are some very real-life standards here that you can apply. Uh, you want to be monogamous. Maybe you need to be on the same page around having kids or not having kids. Maybe you really need someone to have a career or a job so that you know that they can um, support themselves. Uh, in the relationship. Maybe you want them to be honest about their past. Maybe maybe there are religious views that need to align. I mean, these are all very real standards that you can apply. But I think when people get into fantasy is, is when they, they start to think that um, I, this person can't mess up. They, they they have to always be genuine, they have to always be happy, they have to never judge me or judge anyone else, and that's just not going to happen. We are all pretty judgmental of ourselves and others. We are all high-maintenance, yes, talking to you, you are high-maintenance because we're all high-maintenance. I mean, I'm a pretty easygoing person, I would say, as far as like... Being a roommate would, would go. Um, but if I lived with you for a month, I guarantee that there would be things I would do that you wouldn't like, and there would be things that you would do that I would not like, and we would get into conflict quickly. Within a month, I got my money on it. Um, and that's not because you or I are uh, problematic or um, too much, it's just the reality of being a person and having needs, and having ways of doing things that, there's just so many ways to get into conflict. It's just, it's inevitable that we're not going to align on certain things. So that's one thing to keep in mind with dating, is that, yeah, people are going to mess up sometimes. And I'd put more emphasis on whether they're able to see that, and own that, and repair that with you when you bring it up, rather than them just not making the mistake in the first place because it's, it's probably pretty easy to give up on someone when you sense that they've made a mistake and they just haven't owned it um, versus really leaning in and, and you practice bringing up what didn't feel good for you and if they don't respond then you know you have all the information maybe you need right there. And the fourth and final thing that I'll mention which I get the sense of when I, when I talk to people that are feeling really frustrated and beaten down in the dating sphere, is that they don't want to do the necessary work or make the necessary sacrifices because it is a sacrifice to be in a relationship. There's, there's times that you have to collaborate when it, would, when, it, when it would have been easier to go do things on your own you share your space, and that's sacrificing some of your space. There's also tons of opportunities for expansion, too, but you can't have one without the other. If you want to have the relationship and experience the expansion, and be able to do more together, there's also going to be some level of sacrificing that has to happen. But it's also not all sacrifice. The point is, I think some people... When we really get into the nuts and bolts of, do you want to be in a relationship? It's like, well, you don't really want to give up some of your space. You don't really want to learn how to do conflict better. You just want things to be good. You want this person to be so easygoing that everything is just easy. You don't really want to do the work on yourself to, to be able to see how someone triggering you is actually something that needs to be healed within you. I mean, these are all the things that, again, turning back towards yourself, when, when we get really honest about dating, it's a big commitment to even just start dating someone. And then once the ball is rolling, I mean, moving in together and sharing finances together and potentially raising kids together. I mean, these are all massive undertakings. And I think some people, if they get really honest with themselves, aren't quite ready to do that yet. And what I'll say about that is, that is totally okay. That is totally okay. But what I find sometimes is that people might blame others, their potential partners, for not being ready to date or be more committed or whatever the judgment is, when really you might be having the issue within you where you're not ready. You're really not ready to commit. Um, And so this is just a marker to look for. Even if you've been in a relationship for a long time, some of these same things will come up. Fear of intimacy, being highly judgmental, being in fantasy, maybe not wanting to do the necessary work. So I think a lot of these questions are worth looking at even if you're in a long-term partnership right now all right so that is what i have on this topic it was really fun talking about i think i could keep going with a lot of these and drill down deeper but i'm going to end it here if you have more questions what i'd suggest you do is get into our facebook community the advanced relationship community and start asking there, because not only are you going to get, hopefully, my perspective, maybe Jenny's perspective, you're also going to get other people's perspectives. There's a lot of like-minded individuals. I don't know of that many communities anywhere, not just Facebook, but anywhere that can have this type of conversation. And there's a lot of people in that group that can have this conversation and provide some really useful personal, intimate details, support, challenge, all that um, when it comes to relational self-development. So thank you for listening today. I'll put some links in the description so you can check out what Jenny and I are doing. And if you are out there in the wild jungle of dating and you really want a partner, don't give up. It's totally possible. Um, Keep reaching out for support. Keep looking within. That person is out there and you are worthy and capable of creating a lasting, secure partnership.